0: Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing. That's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now let's navigate to our next lesson. It has been over a year since our world lost a sense of normalcy, and a worldwide pandemic took hold, shaking us into a place of uncertainty. In that place of uncertainty, we began to ponder some heavy questions, including the meaning of life and death. Depending on where you are at in the world, a new sense of normalcy seems to be making its way through. As we begin to emerge again, I want you to expand more fully into the person you were always meant to be. To do so, I'd love to share with you a beautiful lesson from Emily McDermott. In this episode, you will learn how minimalism can provide you with a new, more comforting view of death. And by accepting this new perspective, you give yourself permission to open up to your truest self daily. Let's dive in and listen to Emily's story. Recently, my husband and I were talking to our four-year-old son about death. It came about because he wanted to break a branch off a tree to throw into the neighborhood stream. My husband told him to take a stick from the ground because it was already dead, thus starting the inevitable questions about what was alive, what was dead, and why things and people had to die. That evening, as I tucked him in, he said to me, Mommy, I don't want to die. I understand, buddy, I told him, but you still have a long life to live. My parents are still alive. And my grandmother is alive too. And she's 101, he exclaimed. I nodded and smiled. He was quiet for a moment and then said, I have an idea. I just won't have any birthdays. Then I won't die. While we can chuckle at the innocence of a four-year-old just learning about the meaning of death, the truth is that we seek ways to avoid death that are less creative than not celebrating our birthdays. We ignore it, avoid talking about it, and resist making decisions about it. The problem is that over the past year, death has been impossible to ignore. It is literally in the air we breathe, numbers ticking upwards on news channels as we cross off days on the calendar. In his December 2020 New York Times article, what is death hospice and palliative care physician dr bj miller talks about how our awareness of death has changed this year has awakened us to the fact that we die we've always known it to be true in a technical sense but a pandemic demands that we internalize this understanding it's one thing to acknowledge the deaths of others and another to accept our own. It's not just emotionally taxing, it is difficult even to conceive. To do this means to imagine it, reckon with it, and most important, personalize it. Your life, your death. As Miller explains, we really have only two choices. To share life with death, Or to be robbed by death. How did you feel about death pre COVID? Has it changed a year into the pandemic? Are you finally ready to share life with death? The pandemic has been an important contributor to changing my relationship with death, but it wasn't the initial catalyst. After reading The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, I started thinking about minimalism as a tool to alleviate the burden on the ones I love. As Dr. Miller, who works with patients at the end of their life, so eloquently said in his TED Talk, the things that are most important to people who are close to death are comfort, feeling unburdened and unburdening to those they love, Existential peace and a sense of wonderment and spirituality. For me, peace comes from knowing that I am unburdened by removing everything that no longer serves me. And that I am unburdening the ones I love by making sure they don't have to deal with my clutter or guess what my end of life wishes are. The technical paperwork, including my will, medical directive, funeral and cremation wishes, and eulogy are complete and accessible to my husband. But perhaps more importantly, I have made sharing memories, stories, and my unique gifts and abilities a priority. This includes creating a collection of my poems to share with my sons, telling the stories behind the things that I own that are meaningful to me, and writing down daily magic moments so my husband and boys can look back on them someday. My desire to alleviate the burden on the ones I love is what drives me to declutter, to simplify, and to continue to focus. And refocus on what truly matters. I am not inviting death to come early. Rather, I see it as something that is walking alongside me and life for however long I am here. I do not fear, avoid, or ignore death. It is here to teach me and I am here to listen. Death inspires me to capture the stories of my past, to savor the present moment, and to have peace about the future. As Miller says, If the past, present, and future come together, as we sense they must, then death is a process of becoming. Changing the way I view death has allowed me to more fully become the person I was meant to be. Who are you becoming? Thank you for listening to Living with the End in Mind, written by Emily McDermott, creator of the transformative blog Simple by Emmy. In this episode, you learned by viewing death as a teacher, we can allow it to inspire us to share our unique gifts with the world in small ways every day. We learned that a life of minimalism is a choice and a journey. When we take small steps to declutter and simplify our lives, we create the space in our heart, mind, and homes to focus in on what truly matters most. Emily McDermott enjoys writing custom poetry, dancing, and spending quality time with her family. On her blog Simple by Emmy, you will find so many wonderful resources. In the show notes for this episode, find links to Emily's free guide 50 Questions Minimalists Ask, as well as information about her latest project, an online course that helps mothers with young children understand their deepest why banish decision fatigue, and make room for what really matters. This year has been a mix of emotions. If you feel like you have been struggling a little bit to balance work and home life, my free guide, How to Balance Parenthood and Entrepreneurship, may help. In this guide, I share two helpful tools that help me be fully present in my life as a mom and continue to grow into my role as an entrepreneur every day. You can head to mappingthroughlife.com slash freebie to download the free guide now. As always, my name is Caitlin. I'm the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.